Hey, welcome to episode 16. Are we really really up to 16? 16. Is it only 16? She's only 16. Only... <laughs> <laughs> you're beautiful. And this one and you're... <laughs> And this one features the music of AC DC. I'm Jimbo and I'm the mixer. And we're coming to you from the Songs You Should Know World Headquarters, located in a secret bunker in central Minnesota, and from our satellite office in Branson, Missouri. We can't tell you exactly where the World Headquarters is located in central Minnesota for security reasons, namely for the protection of our priceless vault of classic music. But we can tell you that you can see Lake Wobegon from here. And you know, I let the first uh, first one play for a bit because it was Malcolm opening up. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Never a truer road song, and, folks. <laughs> oh my! Well, it's you know, well it's it's just it's just classic for so many reasons. But um, okay, so uh, so Danny Fuca, um, he told me that that sound comes from a uh, uh, a marshal that doesn't have a master volume control on it yeah that's a non-master vo- that's a non-master marshal <laughs> well and I, I I tried to do right. some you know I did some research on this stuff and I'm like well what's the basic difference and and some guys say well if you just open up a, a marshal you know the the master volume all the way to 12 <laughs> 13 14 15. <laughs> You know, if you just open it all the way up, well, that's the same as having a non-master volume. But I don't really, I don't really know if that's controlling what goes into the. There, there's always two, you know, gain stages of tubes. But I'm yeah. like, okay, so to, is that is that is that changing what goes into the final stage, or is it just changing what actually goes into the amp after all has been said and done? Yeah, because otherwise, and, and I'm not, uh, you know, I I don't know enough about it 
I have a hard time believing it's just wired wide open all the time. I, I, I don't believe, I know that there's none master marshals, but you still have, you just control it from a different gain stage. Well, I mean, <clears throat> it, having it fully throttled is like, okay, so, you know, wide open. It's like, okay, I still have my guitar volume and I have the input volume. True. That, that feeds into the, you know, the input tubes. Right. And it's like, well, okay, is, is that all there is about a non-master volume? I don't know. This is going to go, this isn't going to, you know, going to go way over people's heads. They don't care. But I'm like, like, I'm like, <laughs> can we fast forward this part? <laughs> I'm like, you know, Danny, let me know what's going on. Okay. Cause I really want to know. What we're trying to say is it's the coolest tone ever in rock and roll. Well, and it was so the rhythm. It was so, it, it was such a clean, well, we call it clean, but even it's not clean. It's yeah, just it's thick. It's, it's thick. Driven just thick enough that it's like, and man, the dude was just tight. Yeah. You know? Yeah, a lot of, it, it definitely fit his playing style. I mean, you know, it was Yeah. No, I mean Malcolm was just was just the, the tightest dude. Mal was Mal was good. We miss Mal. Yeah. So what's your first memory of ACDC? What's the first thing you ever heard from them? Yep. Um, not to jump ahead, you, yours was Highway to Hell, so I'm not trying to, to copy. But what I remember, it would have been like either 1979 or 1980 in the fall going to a girls basketball game in Park River. So, And I was riding with either, it was either like Bill Dixon. It was probably what, one of your friends, Bill Dixon, Billy Kabushik, somebody. And... Uh, Man, that song Kabushik, came on. I've, I've, you know, I haven't heard his name for forever. <laughs> <laughs> Remember being in a? We went to a football meeting, being in the back of his car. Oh my gosh! Yeah, but we were driving around Park River, and Highway to Hell came on. And, you know, just that opening lick, and of course, you know the 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 words. But I'm like, what is this? <laughs> yeah, that was like in it was eighth grade, you know. Well, it was it was seventy nine, and I heard it on the radio, and it's just like, I rem I remember that you know so clearly, and um, had to get I at the time I was buying tapes, of course, but mm -hmm. uh, remember that, and then I went I went back and got earlier stuff from ACDC, and then um, Bon Scott passed away, and it was like, well, what's going to happen to this band now? Right. Do you the, remember? How how you heard about the passing of Bon Scott? I'm, man, I'm not really sure. I, I, I can tell you how that. I did <laughs> by reading your Rolling Stone. <laughs> well, see, I, see, I always I always had Rolling Stone, but it's like I mean, you know now that's how nowadays, I found out about it. <laughs> yeah, nowadays you you hear stuff on the radio or on you know the internet and stuff, but. Uh, yeah. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I must have found out about it from from that. But it, um, that's how I found out about it. Yeah, it was just like, oh my gosh, it made me very sad. Well, I really got into the band, and then all of a sudden, the dude's dead, and then it's like, well, what's going to happen from here? And then they they came back with uh, Brian Johnson, and it's like, wow, yeah, who's this guy? And I'm like, where did they pick this guy from? <laughs> You know, it's like, and remember, I was pretty little because you hear Brian, I mean, Bond had a very unique voice. And then you know, yeah. Back in Black comes out and, and you hear Brian Johnson. And to me, you know, I'm, you know, that was 1980, right? So, you know, I was 
in eighth grade or whatever. But I'm like, where'd they find this guy at? Did they have him like chained up somewhere, you know, downstairs eating marbles for like years? Because I'm like, exactly. How did that happen, man? Yeah, how, how did this guy not be found before this? <laughs> Was this a setup? Yeah. Was Bond set up? Was it a conspiracy? <laughs> hmm. 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 All right. Well, we're going to dive right into It's a Long Way. <laughs> So do you know what uh, what album this came from? I do not. I mean, it was from T- TNT. Ah, I, I can look. I mean, it was in my notes, but I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, 1975 TNT, and in my car while I'm driving around, I will I will put TNT on the the actual song. Yes, and uh, and uh, it's just like we did a Ramon show recently. With the whole, oi, oh, let's go. And the whole chant of oi, oi, oi at the beginning of uh, TNT. Yeah. <laughs> Just, <laughs> I'm like, there must have been some sort of connection there. I don't know, man. Well, you know, I, I never would have thought about that until you brought that up. But, you know, and here's well, what's they, they Go ahead. You're, you're there. <laughs> I feel like we're on the get-go commercial. Bob has joined the call. See, see, for you folks at home, we are actually, you know, several hundred miles apart. They so. don't know um, that. <laughs> now they know it. They'll forget. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You do not need to. You, you do not need to remember that. We. Do, you do not need to see the curtain. <laughs> just, just look right into this bright light That's right here. <laughs> well, I was, I was doing Star Wars. They don't need to do that. <laughs> you were doing Men in Black. We're definitely not in the same room. Now they know. <laughs> Yes, I was totally men in black. <laughs> I know, and I was totally doing Star Wars. They don't need to know that. Let them pass. <laughs> Just look right into the light <laughs> <Yeah>. right here. <laughs> Who put the question mark on the teleprompter? I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't oh, even had man. that much sugar today. Let's <laughs> <laughs> define not much. Well... Okay. Anyway, we were t- we were talking we were talking about something, right? <laughs> oh yeah. So um, so so Angus and Malcolm and Bond actually wrote "It's a Long Way to the Top" together, which is just classic. <sighs> yep, it's great. And I'm not sure that I can think of another big hit rock song or very well-known rock song that has bagpipes <laughs> um, as part of the lead. <laughs> I can think of none, but 
<clears throat> so then we then we have the, the the bagpipes and the guitar going back and forth, you know, call and response. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> That's natural. <laughs> now this is totally esoteric here. I mean, just totally out of nobody will care. The original recording is in B flat major, which makes me wonder if they actually slowed the tape down because it's always played live in A major. Yeah, because so I'm when like, I, when yeah, I I'm listen like, to, uh, okay, so so the originals off album, I must have learned that off something different because when I, w- whatever I played to, to try and play it, I always play A. So, well, I, yeah, I, I, no, I must not have learned it, off it, the it, it, original. Well, it was always played in A unless they were tuning down a half step, but um, I don't know if they did for yeah. the third or not, but yeah. Was it B flat because of the pipes? Well, that's what I was always wondering that, but then it's like, well, the, because the why they didn't I don't manipulate think the tapes. tapes on. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> okay. So there's, <laughs> there's an interesting story where um, Bond used to use um, bagpipes live. He did. And then in 76, he set them down on stage and <laughs> fans destroyed them. Yeah, they, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> he set them down on the corner of the stage. The fans destroyed the bagpipes. And after that, it was always just, you know, either it was tape or it was uh, Angus just right. playing a whole bunch of gu- guitar through there. Right. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, wow. Oh man, we we can't bring these on the road yeah. anymore. Yep, ACDC fans are great. They're just they're so respectful. <laughs> they're just well, they're excitable. <laughs> yeah, they ate my bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the musicians while we're at it. Bon Scott, as we know, they will bond lead vocals and bagpipes, uh, and bagpipes, and, and bagpipes. Angus Young on the lead guitar. Malcolm Young, love you. Rhythm guitar and backing vocals. Mark Evans, which I think I keep forgetting that he was actually the original bass player up until I think the next album. Yep, they, right. there was a there was some change over there. Right. Yep. So uh, Mark played bass, and then Phil Rudd or Rudd, I guess. Sorry, Phil Rudd uh, was on drums. Yep. So um, now, what's funny is if you look at this in in. Uh, I'll try not to digress, but because I love ACDC and especially like, and we'll talk about when Mutt Lang got involved. And if you listen, you know, to me, ACDC was the epitome before the 80s hair bands got into this of, of, of the background gang vocals. You know what I mean? And, and they're all, oh, they're yeah. all saying the same thing. Look at this again. And there's one person li- li- listed as backing vocals. Mutt had stuff on top of stuff, man. It was... <laughs> you know, I was listening to uh, TNT earlier today. Listen to that. Yeah. And that whole, oi, oi. Well, it starts out with one voice, and then it's two, then it's yeah. three, then it's four. And it's, it's like, oh, my gosh, they just pile yeah. on top of yeah. each other. And that's why we used to call them gang vocals, because it was all yep. the same. Yep. Um, and I'm not sure if we have uh, a, a, a cut of it, but one of my other f- favorite songs in – uh, that got, I think after long way, I used to hear dirty deeds all the time. And if you listen to the backing vocals on, on dirty deeds, it's doity deeds and they're done doit cheap. <laughs> I don't know if yep. it's the accent, yep. 
Well, it's very, <laughs> they sound like they sound like pirates. <laughs> they do. <laughs> do you you know what? I think I was introduced to that song by what Joan Jett? Did she do a cover of that? Gosh, I, I remember something about I remember something about that. But uh, so yes, in two thousand and ten, it's a long way to the top. Was ranked number three. This is from an Australian outfit uh, in Triple M's Ultimate 500 Rock Countdown in Melbourne. The top five songs were all ACDC songs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then we'll give six to ten to In Excess. <laughs> you know, we're on the ball. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. There, there was something there. Yeah. So, you know, it's about being, oh, my gosh, uh, you're a band on tour. You've been robbed. You've been assaulted, you've been stoned, (laughs) cheated by a greedy agent. And then, but you just accept it because it's like, this is, this is what it takes. It's a long way to the top. If you want to rock and roll. It's kind of like a bug's life. It's our life. That's what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Now I've got, I've got one, I've got one to throw out here at you. And and, um, you got to figure out who this is. All right, so this is all right. This is for influence. <laughs> oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> They're running down the highway, going to a show. I'm ready. Stop it all the byway. <laughs> and rock and roll. Getting robbed. Getting stoned. Getting beat up. Broken bone. Getting mad. Getting took. I tell you folks, it's harder than it looks. It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. <laughs> hey, I, I had to let it get through. No, no, that's fine. Anyway. Do, do I get like a million bonus points if I get it? Oh, absolutely! You can bank because them. I. Yep. Oh, perfect! Because I because I had this <laughs> I, I had this CD and I used to not this song but I used to play a cover of uh, Ozzy Osbourne's uh, uh, "Crazy Train" at, on break, and so unless I'm totally wrong, this is from Pat Boone's "I'm in the Metal Mood." It is uh, from Pat Boone. Yes. You're totally yep. correct. And, and I actually <laughs> wish I could find that CD. I actually had it. So I used to play it on break. I don't remember that song being on there, but that was definitely Pat. So, <laughs> Well, I'm not sure if it's from that CD, but it is okay. Pat Boone. Well, then, we're going to go with Pat Boone, but I'm almost sure <laughs> it's got to be off. Of, I'm in a metal mood because I'm not sure when else he would sit down and go, hey, let's do <laughs> let's do Long Way to the Top. <laughs> And um, a little piece of trivia is that um, once Bonds or once Brian Johnson joined, yes, in 1980-81, he never performed the song with ACDC. What a tribute! You know what I mean? What that, yep. that's respect. It was just, just it was just out of respect for uh, you know for Bon Scott that that was that was his song, and and uh, so from. From then until the, you know, well, until Bond, excuse me, Brian uh, 
has stopped touring with them, um, he has, he never performed that song with the with the group. Now, do you do you remember uh, seeing School of Rock? I just watched it like two weeks ago. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> well, this song of so, course is that. Yeah, I love that. In the in the ending credits, you can actually see mm-hmm. uh, Jack Black. Well, Dewey, Dewey, you can see <laughs> you can see him giving kids an after school <laughs> lesson on rock. <laughs> well, and 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 he also quotes. Uh, for those about to rock in that movie, we move to the guitar bite. We move tonight. Yep. Yep. Man. All right. Well, I'm calling out to our, our friend Dano. You know, I, I, you know, if you listen to this episode sometime, I want I want to know about the, uh, the non-master volume thing. <clears throat> just, just tell me what the difference was. Yeah, Cause so you got to know. All right. We'll be back after just a short break. My my finger kept going. Okay, you should stop here. You should stop here. And then I'm like, no, I'm not going to stop there. Your finger's going. You don't control me. <laughs> no, no, you're not going to stop there. You got to you got to let it get into the chorus. You got to go. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so 1979. I'm you know a junior in high school, beginning of my junior year, and. Uh, it was released as a single in that year, Highway to Hell was. And uh, so Angus, Malcolm, and Bon, you know, put this song together. And it was it was my introduction to um, ACDC. And it was the first time I realized that just because your album is called Highway to Hell doesn't mean you're satanic. Um, no. It was like, oh, no, this is just this is just straightforward rock and roll. Bingo. Just, just. It's rock. Just, yes. It was just manic. And it's like, I loved it. 
And uh, it, it caused me to go back and look back at their previous Australian, you know, releases and stuff. But um, And then, unfortunately, Bond passed away not too long after this. But um, And so <laughs> the highway to hell, you're thinking, oh, you know, we're just about Satanism. Well, no, they're not. This is a group that had been on the road forever. And, 1973. <laughs> so, so, so part of it was that they're just on the road all the time, and that is the highway to hell. But part of it is also that, that there is a stretch of highway in Australia <laughs> that, is, that is known as the highway to hell. Right, but <laughs> they used to travel to go to a pub. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, so you, you get a drive for hours and hours over desert. And uh, so th- there's some, you know, reason to the rhyme. And uh, so, yeah, so Mutt Lang puts this together. Is it Lang or Lange? Lang. Mutt Lang. Mutt Lang. I, yeah. I, I always heard it as, as Mutt Lang. But. Yeah, so Mutt Lang puts it together. And um, it sort of cemented ACDC as a classic rock band. I mean, um, that they got the whole double guitar sound between Malcolm and Angus going on. And... Um, and then they did the whole gang vocal thing that, with, that we talked about. Yep. And it was, yep. it was very much improved. <laughs> well, I mean, just getting, getting everybody to yell behind everything. Yep. And, and, and to, that was mutt. And, I mean, if you ask me that mutt said, Hey, sure. Hey boys. <laughs> All right. And I think with this, with this album, we have Cliff Williams on bass now. But, uh, right. And everybody else is the same. So we have the, yep. the young brothers and bond and, uh, Phil uh, Rudd is still on drums at this point. <laughs> and and it, it ranks, you know, in the middle of uh, Rolling Stone's 500 greatest songs of all time, like 258, I think. So, yeah, I would have um, ranked it higher, but I'm not Rolling Stone. Well, you, you got to realize there's a lot of songs out there. There is. <clears throat> so so ju- just showing up in that arena is not bad. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. But um, this was my introduction um, to ACDC. And it was at the same time I was getting into punk, um, getting into the Clash and the Ramones and everything else. But it was just such stripped down um, hard rock music. And I loved it. Wow. And uh, to me, that was that was rock and roll, man. Yep, that was, you know, two guitars. Lead vocal, bass, and drums. That's rock and roll, right? <laughs> yep. And then, um, so uh, a couple of years ago, Springsteen toured Australia. And uh, they would do this song <laughs> once in a while on tour. So you got Springsteen, Springsteen and the E Street Band doing uh, Highway to Hell. Which um, I did not pull up from the archives, but I did pull up something else for you, if I can find okay. it. You're going to know who the main singer is, but I want to know, do you know who uh, is playing piano? Okay. Well, actually, actually, who's playing guitar? Axel Rose.
All right, that's obviously a, a crowd recording. So if you heard at the beginning, who's who's the main vocalist? Yeah, so Axel's singing, right? Right. Do you know who he's singing with? Well, see, because, so I'm trying to think of who would, uh, it's probably somebody weird. So, so you want to know who's playing guitar, right? I'm yep. going to guess. <clears throat> God, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like Tom Petty, but it, for some, and I'm trying to think of if I saw this somewhere. Um, I don't know. Tom Petty's my guess, but it's not right. <laughs> it's Billy Joel. Dang it. <laughs> who has been known somewhere. he is he has been known to pull this song you know, out i saw that in, in, various in the times, notes and yeah. it says it says sound bump and you know what? i think i just saw that not too long ago and access yeah where billy joel is yeah and then Axel yep, walks out, yep. and i'm like what's he doing partying backstage <laughs> just came out or what so okay here's one that we have done a bump from this guy mm, earlier on but I'm going to pull him out now, and you tell me if you know who does this. <laughs> oh. Do you remember that voice? Dang it. I should. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I slipped that one in once before on you. And it, he doesn't sound anything like you think he's supposed to oh, sound. That's right. So, so um, Tiny Tim. It is Tiny Tim. <laughs> See, you got it, man. <laughs> Tiny Tim was just like a unopened treasure, wasn't he? I mean... <laughs> it's like it's like tom jones yes. just oh my god it's just just weird <laughs> it's kind of like be, before millie vanilli if there was a millie vanilli it would be tiny tim singing and tom jones just mouthing the words to to, to tiny tim actually singing if tom jones couldn't <laughs> sing you know what I'm tom had to look tiny had the voice Oh my gosh, it was just crazy. Hey, we're to come back in a minute after a break. See ya.
Now, see, I was in high school when this came out, and I remember thinking there's no way ACDC is going to recover. Nope. And then, and then this came out, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, this song came out, and then the next song off the album came out, and then the other well, eight, the other eight came out. Me all night long, the other eight came out. And everything else. All of them. Gosh, it's like it's like how did did they do that? I mean, it was just like, you know. I mean, I realized I was just a kid, yeah. but I'm like, man, they didn't they didn't just come back. They just absolutely knocked it out. And uh, man, I was just amazed by that. And so. Um, of course, it was a tribute to Bon Scott, you know, back in black. And they actually asked um, uh, um, <laughs> Brian Johnson. They asked him to sort of do something in tribute, you know, to Bon Scott. And uh, and he just started chain associating, just um, just pulling lyrics out and and wow. And they they wanted a tribute, but they didn't want it to be you know right. morose. They didn't want it, they didn't want it to be you know like a sad, awful thing. It was like okay, so you know how do we put across to people that we want to kick ass, right? And uh, I think they found it. And, <laughs> and so Brian just started you know just you know associating things out of his head and just started putting it down and. Uh, my gosh, what a what an interesting, you know, lead into things. And the funny thing is, is that the song is actually the first song on side two. It's not. Oh. It's not the. It's not the opener What's to the first song on side one. Do you know? <clears throat> oh gosh, I'd have to pull it up. But um, um, so no, they they take until side two to actually get into Back in Black, which is the the title song. But um, it was their seventh seventh studio album. Ah, yeah. But um, uh, actually, Hell's Bells opens the album. Ah, that's right. Um, I should have known that. Dang it. Yep. Well, well, and well, then, well, uh, go ahead. Which I thought was kind of a tribute too. You know what I mean? It's like you know. Well, well Helen absolutely. Bell, the death bell told. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's very funny that they were able to do a tribute in a way that was recognizing the fact that you know a major portion of the band had passed away, and yet they were able to also just sort of. Kick it in the ass. Right. <laughs> you know, like, but like, Tim, you know, you know that the whole album is a tribute. Have a drink on me. Bond died of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> yep, yep. Shoot to thrill. Yep. Um, well, so the, the second side, Back in Black, opens side two, and then You Shook Me All Night Long is like the seventh track on the album. Okay. Wow. So one of, yeah. your, one of your signature tracks that your band will always be known for comes up as number seven <laughs> in the, in the order. Yeah. <laughs> and then of course they, they close with rock and roll ain't noise pollution, yeah. <laughs> which I always, I always thought was cool too. But, yeah. Uh, and not, not, not to get off track, but I, I mean, I remember being a kid when that came out and 
because you can, and I knew right away because when on a rock and roll ain't noise pollution in the beginning, it sounds like Brian sitting down, you hear him light up, we'll say a cigarette. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's all done very, you know, very in the pocket. Yeah. Just sort of, you know, it sounds like you're just all sitting around. He's telling the story, man. (laughs) Great. You guys sound great. Um, yeah, so the album has sold an estimated 50 million units worldwide, which means it's the second highest selling album by any artist and the highest selling album by any band. There you go. Okay, figure this out. The Beatles, The Stones, Led Zeppelin. All of them. <laughs> they have not sold more than 50 million albums of a single cut (laughs) oh my gosh so anyway it peaks in in the u.s at uh, number 37 on the hot 100 chart in 81 and uh the billboard top tracks chart uh was number 51 and it's number four ranked by vh1 on their list of 40 greatest metal songs back in black was and uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers <clears throat> in the late 80s started using it as an outro or intro and outro jam to some of their own songs at various live shows. Wow. So, <laughs> yes, the Chili Peppers, Chili Peppers have done it. And uh, Eminem actually released a version of, well, he released a version of his My Name Is single. Right. But used the back in, back, back in black bass line. And um, I did, <laughs> I was cruising YouTube. Trombone Shorty. And I don't know if you, <laughs> Trombone Shorty, who has worked a lot with, you know, kids in different right. environments and stuff. Too. And uh, of course, is a great New Orleans artist. But uh, he has done many things with, <laughs> with Back in Black and all kinds of kids playing with them. And I'm sure that part of it is a, uh, a nod to the fact that he is an African-American. Right. So the whole back in black thing, you know, rings true for him <laughs> and with the kid and with the kids that, that he's working with. I mean, he's, he's, he's bringing music, you know, in, you know, into underprivileged areas and stuff. But, uh, so <laughs> my last, my last piece of trivia is that, okay. So in, in the early eighties, the beastie boys, they sample back in black without permission because this was at the time where sampling was just, you know, first Out of control. becoming common. <laughs> and so 15 years later, they want to include it on a, a CD compilation of their greatest hits and stuff. And then ACDC said, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Malcolm Young said, Nothing against you guys, but we just don't endorse anything. <laughs> we don't endorse. Sampling, right. We don't endorse sampling. We we don't endorse. Nah, no, we don't do that. <laughs> it's like fifteen years ago, you didn't ask. <laughs> that's what that's what Mal was getting at. <laughs> you didn't. You you didn't even ask then. Now it's like in Ghostbusters. And no. can I see the storage facility? No. Why not? You didn't say the magic word. 
which is please. <laughs> May I please see it? No. Oh, my gosh. All right. You know what time it is? It's trivia time. <laughs> it's time to, to take a break and come back with some trivia. Trivia time. Trivia time. It's the part of the show where I get to ask Mick questions that he has no idea what's coming. No idea. No idea. Although we know that the topic is um, ACDC, so I can tell you that the questions are about (laughs) ACDC. We had him narrow it down just so I wasn't all over the place. (laughs) You ready? I'm ready. Okay, so on which album can you find Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution? I'll give you choices if you want them. No, 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 <laughs> It is the last song on Back in Black. It is, absolutely. <laughs> your, your short-term memory isn't that short. Okay. Whew. <laughs> Not yet. Okay, so this one's a little bit trickier, but if you think about it, you can get it. Which song contains a lyric, but how was I to know that she'd been dealt with before? She's got the jack, the jack, the jack. She's got the jack. She's got the jack. You got it. All right. The jack. You got to say it like Bond. Otherwise, you can't say, oh, that'd be the jack, Jim. She's got the jack, the jack, the jack. All right. This one you're going to have, unfortunately, fairly easily. But um, what was the main agent leading to Bon Scott's death, according to his death certificate? Yeah, alcohol poisoning. It was, yeah. Can't lie about that. Okay. Um, So what does ACDC stand for? (laughs) I know this one, too. (laughs) I, well, hopefully, I get most of the story right. One of Malcolm and Angus's sister worked at a sewing machine plant. And ACDC, that symbol, or that those letters, were stamped on the uh, machines. And, of course, that means alternating or direct current. Exactly. I knew you would know that. Yeah, because I think we had talked about that. <laughs> Oh, yes. We've, we've mentioned it before. but uh, Okay. So now this one gets a little trickier. All right. What country are the Young Brothers and Bon Scott from originally? And you I'm going to tell you right. I'm going to tell you right away. It's not Australia. 
What was I missed the first part? Who and Bon Scott? Uh, well, both of the young brothers. Okay. So, <laughs> so they're not they're not from Australia originally. Hmm. They're not. So, so both Angus and Malcolm and Bon are from a different country, and it's all the same country. But I mean, it's. It's like, not Australia. It's just a multiple choice question. <laughs> do you do you want the choices? Yeah. All right. Well, your choices are since we've we've taken out Australia, so it's it's going to be New Zealand, England, or Scotland. Let's go with Scotland with the bagpipes. It is Scotland. Whew. If I I should have put that <laughs> together earlier with the bagpipes and Scott or Bond being a so, but I didn't. All right. So, um, yeah. Why am I lost here? I did that. I did that. Oh, I thought I skipped one over. No, didn't skip that. Well, this is this is so silly. Which <laughs> member of the band? Which member of the band is known for wearing a schoolboy outfit at all live shows? Well, if you don't know this, if if I don't know this, <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of disappointed people. Ang- <laughs> Angus, and is, is there any, did we ever decide why he decided to do that? <laughs> just... I, you know, there, I, I read some stories and they were like, you know, you should have some kind of shtick, some kind of thing. And I think it was our, was it a sister or a relative of theirs that was, that was like, you know, you should... You should have a thing. And then it <laughs> he did it and it stuck. Yeah. And it's kind of cool because he was the only one. Because, you know, I mean, Bond would come out in jeans and a shirt. Brian would come out. Oh, yeah. You know, Brian would come out usually well, in black. Uh, Malcolm would just, I think Mal- Malcolm just wore jeans and a shirt. I think all the other boys did. Well, and, and um, Bond always... He sort of had a an open jean jacket with no shirt underneath. Oh yeah, that's right. So to show off the chest hairs, little bun. All right, finish the lyric. She told me to come, but I was already there. <laughs> <laughs> no comment as a young boy. I'm like, what does that mean? Never mind. Okay, so what was the first album by ACDC that featured the lead singing of Brian Johnson? Back in Black. I was Back in Black. What was the last studio album to feature Bon Scott? Highway to Hell. Yep. Not too hard. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so... With what song does the band traditionally end each show? For those about to rock. Fire. We Am I salute wrong? you. Yo, thank no, you're right. Right. Am I wrong? <laughs> you scared me for you're a right. second. <laughs> yeah. I had to I had I had to give you a moment's pause. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, they bring out the cannons <laughs> and, and it's uh if, if you've never seen it, it's it's pretty cool. Or well, I guess we and I, you know, I now. never have seen it. I, I've heard it's quite a spectacle, but I've never seen yeah. it. So, yeah. Uh, and uh, here's a, a little bit of 
a trivia. I, I'm not sure now because they're done and stuff, but uh, w- when I worked um, in, in DeKalb, Illinois, which is 60 miles from Chicago, uh, there's a, uh, a storage unit in upstaging, which is a big uh, concert lighting and, and trucking firm. And they had a warehouse that was close to DeKalb and stuff because it was out of the way and it was cheaper and stuff. And I actually got to see the bell what was stored out there in one of their storage facilities, uh, upstaging. (laughs) Yeah. And so I got to witness, I actually got to see the bell. So that, that that they use live. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. All right. So go ahead. Other, my other little quick story, my other brush with fame, it would have been 1980, been like the summer of 89 uh i was with a band livingston fury and we were in little rock arkansas for like two weeks you know a cover band and we were playing a a a famous place in little rock called the wharf or the fisherman's wharf and they were known for their seafood and so one side was a restaurant and one side was like a lounge we were there for like two weeks so we're cruising in and I'm cruising in one day to go turn on the rig and stuff. And so I'm the restaurants on the right and uh, our, our gig is on the left. So I come through the front doors and I scoot around t- 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 to the left and there's a waiting bench there because there's people getting wait to be seated. So I'm flying around there and I stop because there's uh, three dudes sitting there and one has a hat just like Brian Johnson. And the other guy's got long hair just like Cliff Williams. So I, I back up and I look at Brian. I said, you're Brian Johnson. He goes, I am. <laughs> I said, cool. I said, <laughs> I said, we're in the, ba-. I said, we're with the band. I said, so, you know, c- c- come and check it out. So they, and they, they were with either their tour manager or somebody in, in uh, uh, Cliff Williams was there too. He goes, cool. So they went and ate and I didn't think they were going to come back. And all of a sudden I turned around and it, it wasn't Brian. Uh, Cliff had came back and sat back with me in, in the sound booth for about five minutes. And <laughs> so uh, there you go at, at the wharf in Little Rock, Arkansas. So man, there you are. all right, I'm ready cool. for more trivia. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay. Now I'm going to, I'm going to take in a left Uh-oh. turn here. So, which album featured the hit song Hard as a Rock? Oh, okay. Hard as a Rock. It is from... This one's going to trip me up. Hard as a Rock. I can can give you choices. Yeah, give me choices. Okay, so your choices, I got four of them. The The Razor's Edge... Back in black, stiff upper lip, or ball Dang breaker. It. It's good. <laughs> I got it narrowed down to two. I think it's either the razor's edge or a ball breaker. Um, Thunderstruck was off ball breaker, I think. Ah, that's a rock. Let's go with ball breaker. It was. Whew. <laughs> you win. Well, that one right out of the old bucket. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now this is a kind of a tricky one. Um, 
Who was depicted on the cover of the Razor's Edge? I can give you choices. Yeah, because I, I don't know if I remember the, uh, I guess I don't remember the album cover, because I'll be honest, I don't think it I ever could, owned it. it. Could Go be, ahead. It could be Angus. It could be the entire band. It could be Ronald Reagan, or it could be no one. No one. It was no one. See? Yeah, you're doing I'm like, I don't, me- I don't remember a face <laughs> on there. You're doing well. <laughs> okay, so on what album would you find the song Mistress for Christmas? I got a mistress for Christmas. I'm, I'm, I'm going to need uh, multiple choice on that one, but I think I know what it is. Okay, oh, go ahead. it's either Fly on the Wall, The Razor's Edge, Ball Breaker, or Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap. Dang it, it's either two because it's... Uh... Stress. Is, is that one off Ball Breaker too? Um, nope. Nope. It's off uh, the other one, Razor's Edge. The Razor's Edge, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, this is, here's a gimme. Who played rhythm guitar for ACDC until 2014? Malcolm Young. Yep. Now, here's another one. Who's the older brother, Malcolm or Angus? Yeah, now everybody thought that Angus was older and he's not. Mal's older. Malcolm is older. Yes, Malcolm is older. And then um, there's George. Even older is George. Yes. And I'm not sure. We can check on this. I'm not sure if you checked on it, but you had mentioned that it was George's idea for the bagpipes. I believe George passed away a couple months before Mal did. I think you're probably right. Because I remember seeing that. And And there again, he wouldn't have been that old because Mal was... Only what sixty, yeah, four something. See now you're throwing stuff at me that I can't look up in real time. So yeah, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm sitting right next to you, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> but we have come to the end of our time together, and we can tell you that we've come to the end of our sweet sixteen, people. You can certainly come to or go to songsyoushouldknow.com. <laughs> songsyoushouldknow.com or you can find us on Facebook also at Songs You Should Know and um, you know we don't make this stuff up we just talk about it a lot so you can always (laughs) you ever want to second guess us do what we do Wikipedia, Song Facts the entire internet it's all there you know we just and talk. It, we just yeah, talk about it. We just talk about it. <laughs> and if you have any other thoughts, suggestions, or anything, you can email Jim at Jimbo at songsyoushouldknow.com or Mixter at songsyoushouldknow.com. And so you please can spell, do. You can spell Mixter pretty much any way you want to. That's right. The cops do. <laughs> <laughs>